0: Light that spark, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to keep your motivation strong, your vibe high, and your quest for transformation unstoppable. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Jen Chinchero on the mic. She's a number one New York Times bestselling author, a success coach, and motivational cattle prod who's helped countless people transform their lives via her books, products, and speaking engagements. And Fire Nation, we're going to dive into the importance of... self-care, how we should let our feelings guide our logic, and how we love to complain, but how we can change our complaints to motivation, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Getting your sales copy and Funnels just right can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels' new One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Jen, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: What's up, Fire Nation? I want you to know that I really tried to think of something, but I think... (laughs) That I haven't said. I feel like I give a a little TMI in my books. So um, the only thing I don't think I told about in my book was um, that I'm scared of monkeys and I also hate them.
0: So you're saying you're not going to come to Puerto Rico and visit Mono Island, which means the Island of Monkeys.
1: That is like my worst nightmare.
0: (laughs) Well, Fire Nation, as we share, we're going to talk about keeping your motivation strong, your vibe high, and your quest for transformation absolutely unstoppable. And there's nobody better to talk about these topics than Jen Sincero. So, Jen, you like the phrase, scare the crap out of yourself. Why?
1: Because honestly, if you do that every single day in the direction of what it is that you desire to create in your life, you will make so much progress so quickly because you can't accomplish anything in your comfort zone. You have to do the scary thing. You know, you've got to stretch yourself. You've got to to where you are by doing what you're doing. So if you want to change your life, you got to do something you've never done. And that is usually pretty damn scary.
0: So you are coming to the Monkey Island then?
1: Ah! Uh, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> busted. I will if you train them to have some respect for my personal space.
0: <laughs> if throwing crap at your face while laughing at you <laughs> is that, then absolutely they're already ready.
1: Oh, uh, well, see that I kind of think would be fun. <laughs> but like paintball. It's like a different version of paintball.
0: <laughs> Let's change the subject a little bit and talk about the importance of self-care because you're a big believer in self-care, but how can you actually practice self-care and also stay engaged in your business?
1: You know, it comes. self-care comes in a lot of different forms. Self-care can be putting up really good boundaries. Self-care can be talking about yourself in a really nice way and giving yourself props. Uh, It definitely has to do with the physical aspects of getting exercise and eating and drinking a lot of water. I mean, how hard is it to drink a lot of water? Here's something I never talk about. I don't drink enough water. Not that anybody cares, but, you know, it doesn't need to be a big project, and I think that's what gets people – freaked out as it's like, how can I run my business and take care of my kids and do the 80 trillion things I got to do and take care of myself at the same time? It could literally be 10 minutes of reading a self-help book, drinking some water, stretching out, calling a friend that you love, you know, unplugging and staring at the sky and playing with your lip for three minutes, you know? It doesn't need to take a lot of time, but it's it, It's incredibly important not just physically and emotionally, but it sends a message to your psyche that you actually matter and that you're important enough to um, have some priorities.
0: Let me put you on the spot here. What is the biggest thing that you've done in the past year that's improved your self-care?
1: It's a double-edged sword because I bought my first house and I've been renovating the crap out of it and it's been you know, stressful and expensive and scary and also one of the most glorious projects I've ever done. And I really feel like allowing myself to take such a huge, scary leap and, um, play in an arena that I've never played with tile and texture and color as opposed to words, um, has, I, I realized like I'm pretty damn good at designing and it's been really, really fun and really collaborative and, um, and I let myself take a lot of breaks in the middle of it is also part of it. But um, I think sort of taking a leap of faith in myself with this house has been way more transformative than I ever thought it would be.
0: So it seems like you're kind of leading with your heart here. You're kind of leading with your feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one thing that you talk about that I want to move on to next, which is, should we as humans let our feelings take over for logic when we're guiding our businesses?
1: Yes and no, I think think our feelings can lead us astray sometimes. It's we've got to get good at recognizing the difference between instinct and excitement and it's um, sort of irresponsible and irresponsibility and fear. So for example, I get, I'll often get this question like, you know, what do you do when you can't tell if that fear that you're talking about, you know that we open up the show with is fear that's trying to you know protect you from making a really big, bad mistake? Or if that's the good fear that's going to sort of lead you into the next level of reality that you're trying to achieve. And I really think it is about practice and getting really good at uh, recognizing and knowing, you know, recognizing what's the positive fear and knowing yourself when your emotions are really about something that's exciting to you and that is um, leading you in the right direction. And that really comes through practice. So a lot of times our emotions are and our instincts are wiser than our logical minds because our logical minds are seeped in all of the conditionings that we have you know all the blueprints that our parents told us about it's okay or not okay to make money you can succeed or you can't succeed you're a giant sucking thing or you're an amazing person you know those are all deeply embedded in our fiber and um our logical brains sort of hold tight to that but when you get good at getting quiet and meditating and connected with your higher self and the emotions that come with knowing that higher self, that's when you can really shine.
0: The difference between instinct and excitement, Fire Nation, that's a distinction that's really important to get right. Mm -hmm. But now, Jen, besides practice, what are maybe one or two things that you found have really helped you get there a little quicker?
1: Shutting up and sitting down, Mm. like really getting in that meditative space because we're also so, I mean, I am incredibly influenced by other people's suggestions and it's been a lifelong process to take, you know, take them in and listen to them and then get quiet and be like, okay, how do I feel about this? What feels right to me? And, um, the best way for me to do that is to really just unplug, stop listening to everybody else and, and ask the universe, you know, be like, okay, I'm sitting down, I'm available to, to get that hit and just be patient and quiet and wait to, to hear from your higher self. That's huge for me. Practice also is huge. I'm trying to think if there's any other, um, you know, experience doing instead of thinking. So getting in the game and trying things. I think one of the biggest biggest problems and I was a victim vic- my own self-inflicted victim. but I uh, I would never take a step in any direction because before I'd even made taken any action, I would come up with ten reasons why it was a bad idea, right? Like you can talk yourself out of anything if you think about it long enough. So if it feels right and you get that instinctive hit, take some action, because by taking that action, you'll learn what you do like about it and what you don't like about it. But sitting around thinking is not going to get you any real information.
0: Most of our listeners today are human beings and human beings. No monkeys. Oh, we got some monkeys. That's why I said most. I want to make sure to keep you on your toes there. Okay. <laughs> and <thank you>.
1: humans, <laughs> they're coming
0: for me. Humans love to complain. We just love to complain. Mm. It's what we do. We sit around and we whine right. and we moan and we complain. How can we change complaints to a motivation?
1: Well, first, you got to become aware that you're complaining and specifically what you're complaining about and catch yourself in the moment and then realize that if you're complaining about something, that's an area that could use a facelift. So, you know, consider it a gift because it's a little jewel of knowledge for you to be like, all right, you know what? I got one go around on planet Earth that is as the me that is me and I want to rock it and I complain about this one thing all the time. So I'm going to make a point to change that complaint into a positive affirmation. And I'm also going to do as many scary things every single day in the direction of achieving the awesome thing about this complaint as opposed to focusing on the negative thing about this complaint.
0: Fire Nation, complaints are a gift. They're a jewel of knowledge that can be a cause for change. If you're complaining, look at that as an opportunity to say, hey, on this one go round that I have on earth, What can I do about this? What can I actually make happen? Like it takes me back actually to Steve Jobs. who used to say, when I would look in the mirror every single day and ask myself, am I really enjoying what I'm doing? Every now and then I would say no, and that's okay because that's life. But if I said that too many days in a row, I knew Mm -hmm. that something had to change and that Fire Nation can be a reason and a mean for change. Now, is there really a time to stop and smell the roses? I mean, aren't we always just so busy that we just can't do those little things?
1: Hell no. <laughs> you know, and I always I always think about um, this concept of being too busy for X. When we get in that mode, I mean, and believe me, I have been there and I've often visualized my body as sort of a wind sock that's just flapping in the breeze behind my brain that's more than a million miles an hour, you know, because I mean, after I wrote You Are a Badass at Making Money, I couldn't walk for almost six months because I wrote the whole thing in a really intense period of time in a really crappy chair, which was kind of hilarious because the whole book is about affluence and whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, and, and I literally was crippled and I, because all of my attention and I put so much pressure on myself about this book and I just tensed up the right side of my body and um, I really blew it in the taking care of yourself. And I, have, I want you to know, I have completely forgotten what the question
0: was. <laughs> it's about smelling the roses
1: smelling the roses. Okay. And like stopping to smell the roses along the way of writing that would have massively improved my situation. So we're having a standing desk. I, you know what I did? I don't, I don't, I was, I don't know. I was a crazy person writing that, (laughs) but stopping to smell the roses. But the thing that I was actually trying to get to with my long winded story was when we pretend that we don't have the time to stop and smell the roses and take care of ourselves, eventually our bodies will step in and be like, how about not, you can't walk for six months. And so I my body was like, I have to slow down. This is this is how we get sick. You know, people wind up in the hospital when they don't take care of themselves and they're, they're too busy, right, to smell the roses and take care of themselves. And then you're in the hospital and suddenly, oh, look, you have time to be in the hospital. Like, it's not that the time right. doesn't exist, it's that you haven't taken it. So it's always there. It really is just a matter of the choices you make.
0: And I love that visualization. My body is a windsock behind my brain. I mean, I think that whenever I hear your name or potentially see you in the future, that's what I'm actually going to be thinking about is your body being a windsock behind my, your brain. my
1: six foot one. Windsock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Fire Nation, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, I just want to let you know you need to stick around because we're going to talk about how you can release what doesn't serve you living the ideal world and reality that you want to create. And the right way to ask for what you need, and so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Online funnels can be intimidating. They require setup and technical aspects you might not be familiar with, but what if I told you that you can build an online funnel from scratch and get it live in just 30 days. With the One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels, you really are just 30 days away from getting your funnel live. Here's how it works. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge at eofire.com funnel. Every day, you'll receive a mission to complete, each mission being a step in the process of creating, building, and launching your funnel. Get ready to rock your funnel with a trifecta training approach, daily training, live coaching, and accounting from day one through day 30. Complete the task given to you every day for 30 days, and by the end of the 30 days, you should have a funnel that is live and ready to generate leads and sales. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel and get daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. That's eofire.com slash funnel. So Jen, we're back, and... I'm curious and I'm sure Fire Nation is too. Why do you feel that changing your words is as important as changing your actions?
1: Because your words affect your actions. So if you're constantly saying I can't, it's going to hurt, I'm going to suck at it, you're you know we're emotional creatures and we do, you know, really take big scary action based on emotion. And our words affect our emotions and our beliefs and the way that we see our reality. So, changing your words—it sounds so woo-woo and so, honestly, easy—that it can't, like, that it can't work. And I remember back in the day when I was really starting to learn all of this stuff, I was so resistant, to, to, especially to this one about changing your words. Because I was convinced, I was like, it can't be that easy. Come on. Like, change your words, change your belief. <laughs> be, I, like, I can't have been broke until my 40s and it's that easy. But it really was because I went from saying all the time, I can't afford it, to money flows to me easily and freely. And, you know, at this point, I was so desperate. I would do anything, you know, to change my situation. I really hit that level of what they call it, the pain threshold. And, um, and and but but by changing I can't afford it so money flows to me easily and freely. I cannot even tell you how much that one little action shifted everything in my life because as human beings we love to be right. And so if you're walking around saying I can't afford it, subconsciously, you're gonna be looking for proof that you can't afford it. I'm in my 40s, I live in a garage. I've never made any money. Why should I be able to make money now? Like I was constantly proving I can't afford it. When I started saying money flows to me easily and freely, I spent my time focusing on ways to prove that right. And it shifted everything. It's huge.
0: We are emotional creatures, Fire Nation. Like stop trying to be so logical about everything and realize that emotion is always going to be a major player in everything that we do and every interaction that we have. It's just the reality of life. So How can we release what doesn't serve us, Jen? Because so many people are just walking around and they're just carrying everything in their heart and their soul, and their gut and their intuition. Like it's just, it's just piling on top of them. How can Mm. we release that?
1: Again, become aware of what it is that you're thinking and the beliefs that you're, you know, just falling victim to. We really are on autopilot so much. So awareness, you know, it really is the first step in all radical change. So Take the time to listen to how you talk. Take Just start catching yourself. And one of the best ways to become aware is to listen to what your friends say. Because we tend to surround ourselves with people who think and believe the same way we do. So whatever is fallen out of the mouth of the f- people you hang out with the most is most likely coming out of your mouth too. So start being the watcher and start becoming aware of what you're attaching onto as the truth, right? And then... Change those words and change where you're placing your focus and be available for a new reality. Even if you have a lifetime of proof that you suck at X, Y, and Z, focus on the reality that you desire instead of that.
0: You love the phrase, imagine yourself living your ideal reality. What do you mean by that?
1: Getting into the specifics of what it is that you desire. I think this is a huge mistake people make. And it's part of focusing on the negative again, where it's like, I don't want to date any more broke, philandering losers, you know, or whatever, you know, you know what you don't want. Get clear on the specifics of what you do want. Instead of it's like, I want an awesome husband or I want a million bucks or I want a a really successful career. You've got to focus on the very specifics of what you want because specifics create emotions. So a million dollars does not create emotions. A beautiful house and donating to your favorite charities and taking all your friends out for dinner that causes emotion so the first step with all of that is just get really really clear on the specifics and then you'll have the emotions and you will need those emotions because when you hit the challenge that you will definitely hit on getting to that new reality it's those emotions that are going to propel you through that terror barrier.
0: Get clear Fire Nation on what you want, not on what you don't want." And I love that phrase that you used: "Specifics creates emotions. So besides the current vast project you're on right now with your house, give us an example of this in your life, Jen. like how have you gotten clear on what mm. you wanted in this world?
1: Back in the day, I, you know, I was very clear that I wanted to get out of the $10,000 of debt I was in. I was very clear that I wanted to live in, I had found the apartment I want to live in. I was living in a garage at the time. I was very clear on the amount of money I wanted to make that year. Like I was, my, my big transformation took place around money and, I got, I would spend, I wrote a mantra about it. I started saying money flows to me easily and freely. I was like, I see myself making, I don't remember what the amount was, but like $10,000 every month doing what I love, serving people. And I see me with this money and I accept this money and la, 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 la. And I would get into the specifics. You know, that's why vision boards are so great. They make you focus on the specifics of what it is that you desire. And you get that, you get into that big lathery emotion so that when in my exam, in my, case, a coach who specifically worked with women entrepreneurs on their finances appeared and I loved her and I knew she could help me. And I was so excited to get out of my struggle and start being successful. When she told me that her fee was literally one third of my annual income at the time, instead of going back to can't afford it, I went straight to money flows me easily and freely. And I figured it out because I was so ready and emotional about not being a big fat financial loser my whole life.
0: Fire Nation, if you're listening and you're currently a big fat financial loser, these are the steps you need to start taking to get out of that cycle. And I really want to kind of go back over a couple different things. And you know, that was the getting clear on what you want and not what you don't want, Fire Nation. Like you really need to visualize the things that you want in this world. And even though those one third of her income Jen was like, hmm, well, you know what? I'm still gonna make it happen because money flows easily and freely to me. And again, remember this, Fire Nation, specifics creates emotions, so get specific. Now, there's a right way and there's a wrong way to ask for what we need. What's the right way?
1: Really respecting ourselves first and coming from a place of joy and and not making a drama around it, I think especially women, we sort of lead with, I'm sorry, but could you help me with A, B, and C, right? Like, And men, you know what, men have a lot on this too, where they're not allowed to ask for help or directions or anything, right? When you when you come from that place of loving yourself, and this is why in You Are a Badass, I ended every chapter with love yourself, because it is sort of the foundation that you to try and build your entire reality on. Because when you love yourself... You allow yourself to ask for the things you need. So it's about doing it from a place of joy, doing it from a place of reciprocity where you know you will be giving as well. Understanding that when you ask people for help, you're allowing them to rise up too. And you, you know how good it feels when you help somebody out. So instead of coming from a place of guilt and shame and perhaps worthlessness that you can't do it on your own, come from this place of joy and self-love and giving where you're literally giving somebody the opportunity to shine and feel good about themselves too.
0: Fire Nation, there's been a lot of lessons, a lot of value bombs that Jen's been dropping throughout this entire interview. And Jen, I kind of want to shift this back to you and just say, of everything that we've talked about, beyond what you just shared, how you ended every single chapter, what's the biggest thing you want Fire Nation to really get from our talk? What's the biggest lesson that we're going to walk away with? Just one. Just okay. one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna try and make one sentence. <laughs> I think
0: you'll probably be able to do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> that you that life is finite and that we really are here for such a short amount of time and do scary things every day. Like it's so important that you don't rip yourself off with your one and only chance at being the you that is you on planet Earth. And and the way, really the best way I've got in, in this short only one tip is scare the crap out of yourself
0: on a regular basis life is finite so do scary things that's how that's one tip jen right there life is finite so (laughs) do scary things and jen how can we find out more about you how can we consume the content that you're creating what do you have for fire nation as a call to action
1: you can go to my website, which is jensincero.com, J-E-N-S-I-N-C-E-R-O.com, or you can also go to youareabadass.com. They will take you to the same place. And um, yeah, I mean, I've got books and we've got uh, you know calendars with daily affirmations on them every day. And we just came out with this awesome um, planner where... Um, you get, you know, if you still write things down instead of using like Google calendar, but it's, you know, the handwritten thing and it's got quotes and stickers. Oh my God. We have stickers now, (laughs) um, but all that, all that's on the website.
0: I love that. So Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JS and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. If you just type Jen in the search bar, her show notes page will pop up with links to everything that we've been talking about today. Or just head directly to youareabadass.com and learn about all the awesomeness she has going on there. So Jen, Thank you for sharing these value bombs with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me on. That was a blast. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jen and Fire Nation. I've created a treasure trove of free courses for you. I mean free. I teach you how to podcast, how to run a mastermind, how to create funnels that convert and more. So all you need to do is visit eofire.com slash resources and start your free learning today. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side getting your sales copy and funnels just right can be difficult. But with ClickFunnels new one funnel away challenge, you can have everything up running and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next one funnel away challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel.